0: This is The Andres Segovia Show. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to The Andres Segovia Show. On this episode, I'm going to give you a rundown of my daily tech for 2021. 2020 was a year unlike any other in my lifetime, and for that one, I had to use everything at my disposal. And for those of you that are unaware, I run three different operations. That's not even counting my content creation stuff. My content creation is a job in of it itself, basically. It doesn't pay, but it's something that I do uh, because I love it. So think of it as four different jobs, um, real estate, property management, construction, content creation. So to run all three businesses and also do content creation, I need things that work best for me and with me. So for 2020, I had to harness everything I had so I could work remotely, so I could work mobilely, and eventually also return back to the office to be able to work from there. And in doing so, I burned out a lot of my devices as I tend to do the longevity of some devices have gotten better with more efficient chipsets and stuff. So that's why I wasn't always going after the latest and greatest thing. Like, I get a lot of questions on social media. Will I be reviewing this or will I be reviewing that? The answer is typically no because I don't, First off, i am not provided review products. I have to get them myself. So anything that I review is something that I I want to use for myself. And if it doesn't work out for me, then of course I send it back. But I'm not one of those that, oh, take advantage of Amazon's return policy. Just buy it, review it, send it back. I know content creators that do that. I'm not one of them. And I got accused of that once. I'm like, dude, I'm not one of them. Watch my stuff long enough and you'll know I have... I have better standards than that. So I'm not going after the the, the clickbait or whatever. I just do what I do for a living. And I just tell you what my experiences are. So what you don't see pictured here is my third device that I normally carry. What you see here is a Google Pixel 4 and an iPhone 12 Pro. This is significant because this is uh, an iPhone upgrade that I did this year from my iPhone XR. Yeah, I call it the XR, with the red one. And that was my first iPhone like in seven years or whatever the heck that was because I hated the device. But in real estate and in, in some extent property management, almost every single program t- is tailored to uh, iOS devices. It's annoying. I started with an iPad. Eventually, this was going to happen. Uh, and I-, I kept it as a communicator when BlackBerry technically died. Uh, and that's also helped me a lot with social media marketing. So I got to give credit to where credit is due. This Pixel 4, though, is not your average Pixel. This is a Calix OS device. Rob Braxman, the privacy guy, talks about browser isolation. Well, I conduct myself in that way, too, when it comes to devices, whereas this Google Pixel 4 is a Google device. So is my iOS device where I don't have any Google product on it whatsoever. So the one that I do have all my Google products on is the one I mainly use for business, which is now my Samsung Galaxy Note 20 Ultra. The reason you don't see it is because I'm using that as a test to shoot this video. So that's why it's not going to make an appearance in this video because it's it's behind the scenes. Now, those that know me best know that I have to carry a wearable with me. Now, this looks like overkill. It's not. Believe me. Uh, I actually use everything you see here. And of course, the Apple Watch. The Apple Watch Series 4 that I use, That won't, I use it obviously with my iOS device. But so do is with this one, with the Samsung Gear Sport that I have connected to my iOS device. So these are Tizen powered watches right here from Samsung. This is the only one that isn't, this is the Galaxy Watch 4 Classic. But these three can operate on iOS and Android devices, which conveniently, this is the Galaxy Watch 4G LTE, I have it connected to my OS device. And yes, I can use Samsung Pay on this too. And uh, Active Watch 2 is the one I use for my activity and also sleep tracking that I've connected to my uh, Note 20 Ultra. And the one device that I only use on my Samsung device is the Galaxy Watch 4 Classic because it doesn't work on anything other than uh, proper Android. So any the Google device, I have not had success in pairing that uh, watch with uh, my OS device. But this was also 4G LTE, I use it there. This, the Apple watch that I use is 4G LTE. Anybody that knows anything about my show or even seen some videos where I mentioned this, uh, I actually recently po- reposted those episodes about the nightmare transaction that I did or also known as the transaction that almost killed me ever since that experience uh, seven years ago now uh, i've been carrying a wearable sense i started with a pebble and i thing that i can't do with these devices that i was able to do with the pebble is multi-device pairing i connected my pebble to my blackberry my windows phone and also iOS and Android devices. And I didn't have to wipe the watch. You can't do that with these. If you're gonna jump between iOS or between Android devices with these, you gotta wipe them every single time. Same thing with this one, also with the Apple Watch. I know it's a safety thing, but if you're not using the banking thing, I don't see why you have to wipe it every single time, but that's unfortunate. Uh, That's unfortunately the way it operates with these things. But uh, I utilize them, and with Tizen Powered Watches from Samsung, technically all of these uh, still have Uh, at least on life and they, they just look fantastic. Someone asked me how I can tell the difference with a mono bottom firing speaker and two speakers that are no more than an inch apart from one another and determine that it's not stereo. Well, that has everything to do with my classically trained ears. And I'm a sucker for sound and I'm an audiophile. So my best headphones are not here because my best headphones are wired. But when it comes to wireless, this is what I have. What you see to the right are my first generation uh, gym headphones, the Project Rock type Gen One on the ear headphones. I reviewed it recently when I covered the second generation Project Rock headphones, and I really do like the comfort of these. Not so much the sound because it's a bit muted compared to the other one. It doesn't use an app; the GBL. I have to connect it. And right here, the first generation Surface headphones uh, as well. Uh, I love those things. Unfortunately, I'm I'm upgrading because uh it's not playing nice with a device i'm going to show you later but when it comes to truly wireless earbuds um, i have the google pixel buds here so i use this with my note and i use these truly wireless earbuds from uh, under armor with my um, iphone so these aren't comfortable but at least they are water resistant to an extent or at least sweat resistant which is which something that I could say about these two gym headphones, for which is why I don't have any trouble using them at the gym when I'm uh, working out heavy and smacking my weights accidentally against these things, but they held up pretty nice, and uh, I, I, I'm confident wearing them every time I go to the gym. I can't say the same for these from the surface. They, they do feel that I'll, I'll break them the first chance I get, and I don't think they're water-resistant anyway, so I'm not going to test that. All right, this looks like a contradiction, but uh, bear with me. Um, I don't use my ipad pro anymore i gave it to my wife and i ended up pulling out of the woodshed my old ipad pro 9.7 inch um with 4 g LTE with verizon because it actually helped me content create with something you'll see here in a moment but the device that i use on the day-to-day all the time, quite literally, is this bad boy here—the Samsung Galaxy S7 or Tab S7. All these names, Samsung. My goodness. Uh, so I really enjoy this one. This one is not an LTE variant. It doesn't have the beautiful AMOLED display that the S7 Plus has, but I love this thing. It's worked out well. I even content cre- content created with, with this backdoor in quarantine, and the videos look pretty good for what they offer at the time for you know, a mediocre camera. So it's got me by, and sometimes when I just gotta do some videos on the go and I don't have anything else with me. So the two microphones that are on this thing and the omnidirectional speakers have helped me generate content that uh, I can deem as passable when I'm away from uh, from the office. Uh, so yeah, I, I use this on the go uh, and for media consumption. I absolutely love this guy. And it has DeX built in, so it's not just an Android tablet. It's a it's a fully-fledged um, desktop, if you will, uh, if you use DeX, which I do, which is why I, I rely mostly on Samsung for my Android products uh, now because, oh my goodness, they really tailor to individuals like me that really need some things like this. But I have mentioned that the iPad Pro is helping me with my content creation, and that has everything to do with Sidecar. So this was the biggest change for me this year. I was in the market for a laptop, and everything I was looking at, also Surface-related, was over $2,000 for what I needed to create content on the go. I decided to give the MacBook Pro a shot because a lot of my fellow content creators, particularly in the tech space, they use these on the go. And I know that these things can, but I didn't have Final Cut Pro. I didn't use a macOS product. I would have to learn But then I learned about Bootcamp, where I can dual-boot this computer into a Windows 10 device. So I do have Windows 10 Pro on it. I use Windows 10 probably 70% of the time, I would say. But I've gotten a lot more used to Mac OS, and I'm still getting the hang of, of Final Cut Pro. Uh, so, which is why some videos might look a little different here and there because it's still a learning experience for me. Uh, I, I want to up the ante. I want to bring better, uh, great content, and this has been one of the ways where I had to invest. But not just that, it's because I needed something that was portable and powerful enough for me on the go. And it was this was bar none the best uh, all around package that offered me the best way to use all of my. Pre- products. And like I mentioned, sidecar. this thing, I can use the iPad as a second display on the go. That is really awesome. Now, I could do that with uh, with Miracast on the S7 uh, tablet that I have from Samsung with a Windows-based laptop. There's no Miracast on this one, so I can't do that on the Windows when I'm, I'm running Windows on it. But the fact that I can still use my old iPad for that It gives it more life than I I ever thought I could use with it. So yes, this has been the way I've conducted myself for 2021. It has been the the tech that has powered me through. Now, there is more tech uh, in the background that you uh, are not uh, seeing here, uh, including the S20 Ultra that I'm using now. But these are the tools that have got me by 2021 and will power me through the majority, I believe, of 2022. But... We'll see December next year. And as I let you go, let me know. What about you? What is the tech that you relied upon to get you to 2021? Are you looking to upgrade? And if you are, what are you upgrading to? Let me know in the comment section down below. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the Andres of Show. I'm Andres, and I'll see you on the next one.